And welcome into the Paul Farrington Show, our Thursday edition of the Paul Farrington Show. Paul Farrington joined alongside Jack Weinberger, Robert Ziggy Ziegler in beautiful Claremont, California, and Zach Bloomquist, the best executive producer in the game. Zach, some great producing right before the show started there. Yeah, look, you got to do what you got to do. Camera was a little off, and Zach, right, we were about to start, and Zach goes, wait a second, we need to fix that. So we fixed it, and hopefully it looks okay. Although apparently, I don't know, Zach's smirking, so I have no idea what that means for the production. I, I think he's smirking because he didn't say that's okay. He said it's totally fine. Don't worry about it, guys. And you went over there and shoot him out. <laughs> that's why he's smirking. Well, you know what it might be? Are we using the wrong cameras in the wrong spots? No, they're in the right spots. Are you sure? Positive. Because you want to know why it looks different? It's because that Steelers helmet is not in frame like it usually is. Usually we get the whole helmet. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe well, we, we just get half the helmet now. Yeah, We're getting some live producing here. Bring in Bill O'Reilly. All right, we'll fix it later. We have. Uh, yeah, he pretty much said this is horrible by saying that's oh, fine. Yeah, yeah. We have a, but, a, a oh, very good show today. Let's get up and run. Very fun show. We're gonna have at the end instead of a draft. I found a list. I'm not gonna reveal what the list is yet because we. I know Ziggy has a computer over there. I don't want any cheating here. I don't want any. I don't want any cheating going on. Um, we'll have a list of a top ten category, and we'll see if Jack and Ziggy can put together that list without getting three strikes first. Should be pretty entertaining. I'm three looking strikes, forward to that. You're out. The top 10 quarterback-coach combos in the NFL, it's actually a little tougher than you realize when you start to think about it because how do you weigh it? Do you, do you go with great coach uh, and okay quarterback? Does that beat out good quarterback, good coach? Like, It's a tougher list than you realize, so we'll, we'll give our list there, and we'll start off with non-rookie quarterbacks that we're most excited to see. But before we do begin, please remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Thank you for tuning in. Whatever time of day it is, wherever you are, we appreciate you spending some time with us. Zach's in his FDU Knights athletic shirt today, repping the Knights as always. So we're ready for a Not bandwagon. Good show. Not bandwagon. Not bandwagon. Day one. Maybe day yeah, we, we are. We are, we are, we are day one. We are day one FDU Knights. Yeah. Oh, what a run that was. What a run. Jeez. All right, let's get into these non non quarterback rookies that we're excited to see. We'll each give one offensive and one defensive. Let's start offense, and I'll go first here. I'm gonna. I know it's the Viking, but I am very excited to see Jordan Addison because, unlike the other receivers in this draft, Addison is expected to become the number two or at least take over that role by the end of the season over KJ Osborne. Yeah, TJ Hawkinson is there. But there are high expectations for what Jordan Addison can become. With Jackson Smith and Jigba, you have Lockett and DK. Flowers has Odell and, and Bateman. Quinton Johnston, Keenan Allen, and Mike Williams there. I see Jordan Addison. I thought he was the best receiver in this draft. He's the best route runner. And now you place him alongside Justin Jefferson, who should really be having double and triple teams all season long following 1,800 yards. He was just spectacular. I got in the rabbit hole of Viking highlights the other day. I forgot how great of a season Justin Jefferson had. Dude was just yeah, one unbelievable. Of the best, one of the best ever. Oh, oh, it was so much fun to watch those highlights. But if Addison's able to live up to the expectations, Kirk Cousins should have a field day in 2023. So I, I want to see what Addison can do alongside JJ. Yeah, I, I, uh, I was a little 50-50 on the pick. I think Jordan Addison's a fantastic talent. I think he was the second best Receiver oh. in the class, and I'll get to my my number one in a little bit when I give my rookie that I want to see. I think that Minnesota could have drafted somebody on their much weaker side of the ball 
on the defensive yes. end. But again, if if you have that an explosive receiving core, I mean, there's no more Thielen. He stunk anyway at this point in his career. Who was the number two? It was Osborne? It was Osborne yeah. by, so, by the so, end of the year. So right. Now take a little bit of pressure off Justin Jefferson. You have that number two now in Jordan Addison. I, I, I like With the pick. Hawkinson. I yeah, like Hawkinson I, I like the pick overall. I think Addison's very, very good. That defense is so bad, yeah. though. The defense is bad. You hope Brian Flores will turn it around. But if I'm Jordan Addison, I was thrilled when the Vikings drafted me. Why? Well, the way he profiles, he's never going to be that like Justin Jefferson, Julio Jones. Like he doesn't fit in any of the alpha wide receiver archetypes. What he profiles as is an elite wide receiver too, right? A guy, he's only six feet. He's only 174 pounds. He's not exactly huge, but he's fast. He's shifty. He runs routes incredibly well. This is a guy who can actually get open if you're only going to put one defensive back on, if you're going to put him in single coverage. So now he gets a chance to shine next to Justin Jefferson. I mean, boy, it's nice to be to not have to be the number one receiver in an offense like some of these rookies were drafted to be. I think he's going to enjoy having a little bit less pressure. And frankly, if defenses ever try and focus on him, he can just soak up the coverage and enjoy. So I think Minnesota, they're a forward-facing offense. They've got an excellent quarterback. There's a lot to be excited about in his fit here. All right. Jack, who do you have? Non-quarterback. I, so on offense, I like another receiver. I like Zay Flowers. This is a guy who I look at him. I've, saw, I've seen him a lot, and I see Tyreek Hill attributes. Size isn't great, but he plays bigger than his size. He can get the top speed in, in no time. Fantastic crisp route runner. Athleticism. Uh, he could... He could improve a bit with his hands, but I think he will. And I just think he's a great fit for Baltimore, a team that was needed help at, in the receiver room. Now you got OBJ and a, and a, a young, hot rookie in Zay Flowers. I, I like the fit. I like the talent. I think it's a good situation, similar to Jordan Addison. That could be a really but explosive just, offense. What, what makes me like him so much is what he did in the numbers he put up with Phil Jerkovich. <laughs> A very me- well, you know how I think a, about you know a, what I think of Phil Jerkovich. A very mediocre quarterback. He played with his whole career. You had you had Addison had Kenny Pickett and Caleb Williams and uh, who's the other? Oh, who's Smith the, and Jigba. Yeah, he had CJ Stroud. Stroud. Yeah, Zay Flowers put up better, similar numbers and did the same things with Phil Jerkovich. He's a very, very, very good receiver, and I'm excited to see him with Baltimore. I think he fits pretty well on, in my opinion. I think a lot of people are going to be surprised by Zay Flowers next year because he's coming out of Boston College. You know, you guys are pretty local. Paul and I are Notre Dame fans, so we've gotten to see what they can do. But folks around the country just haven't seen him play, right? They might think he's just right, a yeah. gadget guy. Right? He's I, not. No, he's really good. I saw him last year in person. Yeah, and he I, absolutely destroyed. I think it was Rutgers. It might have been the opening week of the season. And he, I mean, yeah, it was Rutgers, but he, he was far and away the best player on the field. I mean, don't ask me why, but I've watched probably... 15 Boston college yeah, no, no, why? I, I, like, you don't I, put I, money I, on Boston no, college, I, I, do you? I, I do, I do. Oh, my God. For some reason, well, I, I, did, Boston I either bet on them or against them. It has but to I, be against. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, no. But, who in their right mind is betting for Boston college football? They actually did me pretty. They were actually decent a years ago. Uh, but I, I've seen a ton of BC football, and it was two. That's a first on this show. It, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was two years ago. I'm like, who is this guy? It was him, and it was Hunter Long. The, yeah. Who's yeah. he's on Dolphins now, I think. Yeah. And I'm like, this guy is unreal. He won't be here next year. I'm like, yeah, he'll be in Boston College. I'm like, who is this guy? And this has turned into a Boston College hate <laughs> show. All right, Ziggy, who you no, got? A Boston College love show for this guy. <laughs> who you got, Ziggy? Well, you guys picked wide receivers. I'm picking a tight end. Um, 
first tight end taken in the draft, the ones people are most excited about, it's got to be Dalton Kincaid. The you Bills for a long time have you, been trying to him. get. Yeah, uh, the Bills for a long time have been trying to figure out that second guy next to Stefan Diggs, right? They tried the Gabe Davis experiment, didn't quite work. They tried the uh, Cole Beasley experiment, that didn't quite work. I mean, they they uh, haven't been able. Like, yeah, sure. Look, I mean, they they haven't been able to get the Isaiah McKenzie didn't work. So they've been trying to get a solid target. And there's a lot of reason to believe Dalton Kincaid could be that guy. He's huge. He's fast. He's got great hands. I'm excited to see what Josh Allen's going to be able to do. And I know historically rookie tight ends haven't produced a lot, but that's starting to change, right? You had Kyle Pitts put up over a thousand yards just a couple of years ago. Teams are starting to be a lot more proactive using their tight ends in the receiving game. And Buffalo's as good a place for him as any. You know, I'm going to say something, say something totally nuts. Sure. Outside, I'm a big college football guy, as you guys know. Mm-hmm. Outside of a quarterback, I'm going to say Dalton Kincaid is the best offensive college player I've ever seen in my life. Oh, you know, you know, not, not in the draft. No, no, ever. You know, every time I watch this guy, it's like it's like rising, drops back to pass. He's the only guy he's throwing to. He has 30 catches for 300 yards and four touchdowns in one game every week. Oh, this guy's unreal. I bet on Utah, where's Kincaid? There he is, wide open, 20s on the field. <laughs> no, there were I, games that he completely took over. I'm like, this guy is better than Gronk. <laughs> <laughs> and then I okay, bet, let's take it easy a little. And, and, and then I bet against Utah. I'm gonna go. Why did I do that? Here's Kincaid, 300 yards, the hero, savior. So I mean, you're on his side. You love him. You're against him. You hate him. He's fantastic. I he's be- I think he's the best I've ever seen. So I'm excited to see him too. I'm su- I'm stunned that when you walked down here and we said Jack, who are you thinking? You immediately said Zay Flowers. I know. I, I I know. I should have said Dolan Kincaid because I, I, he's. I've watched him. And it's like, oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> I might have to rent a room for you guys up in Buffalo. <laughs> he, it was, I've never seen somebody at a high end division one level like that opened by so many yards on every single play. He, his, his yards after catch was insane. He's the best I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, you really I, like Dalton Kincaid. Oh, can you get, can you bring a little sanity here? Ask a Ute fan. Ask a Ute fan. They think Dalton Kincaid. They'll say he's the best tight end to ever play football. It's crazy that this was Ziggy's guy. I know. I don't know. He's my guy I, now. I too. like I, Zay, no, Zay I Flowers like is second. Rising would drop back, throw up some ridiculous <laughs> pass, and here's Kincaid forty yards down the field catching the ball. Yeah, he was a mon- no. He was a monster. Better than Michael Mayer. Well, that's debatable. That's and debatable. I think he's better than uh, Brock Bowers. It'll it'll be. I'm very excited to see like like Ziggy's point exactly. That Buffalo offense feels like it's missing another weapon oh outside gosh, Diggs. Josh Allen can Gabriel oh Davis again. He was okay last year, but the expectations were a lot higher. Really, when you look top to bottom, there, I was never a huge fan. Who, who is um who's their tight end? I always mix them up. Dalton, with Dalton Knox. Schultz. Yeah, Dalton Schultz, or Dalton Knox. I always thought he was okay, but yeah, now if you could get a real, really talented, as Jack said, receiving tight end in there. He's like a receiver too. I mean, he's, I remember we were watching a game. Me, it was me, my dad and and our buddy, Mike, uh, Jenks Mike. Yeah. And we bet against Utah and we're just, we're punching holes in the wall. It was insanity. Never bet against like, Kincaid. Like, we have, there's one guy, guard him, guard him. We, they, we, we put, and, they, in week one. They put three guys on him. In MetLife Stadium. Just saying. They put three guys on him. He'd catch the ball. Bills Fantastic. All right, defensive guys. Love the pick, Ziggy. I forgot about him. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Devin Witherspoon. 
with the Seattle Seahawks. I love Seattle trying to recreate this legion of boom here with Tariq Woolen, who last year, if Sauce Gardner isn't locking down the entire league, Tariq Woolen would have had a lot more coverage. He, I mean, he came out of as a fifth-round pick and is now a top-20 corner in football, top-15. I mean, he just had an unbelievable season. Combine them with Jamal Adams and Quandre Diggs, I believe, now in that secondary, and Seattle should be a lot of fun. I, I can't wait to see what that can turn into if Witherspoon lives up to the hype of being the fifth overall pick. You mean, you put up a point on, uh, on Tariq Woolen, and Seattle, Geno Smith deserves a lot of credit, for sure. I was big on Geno. But they were overachievers. They did what many think they were not going to do, even sniff. Oh, and all of them season. overachieved, yeah. And Geno gets credit. But the defense, the secondary specifically, really stepped up and was awesome. Better than what everybody thought they were going to be. Remember week one on this show when we were talking about Denver versus Seattle, they were my most people's survivor pick was Denver last year, and at the end by the end of the season, Seattle was, I mean, like week one you thought it might be a fluke, but Seattle was clearly the better team throughout the year. So yeah, yeah. I, I think that that was a really impressive job by everyone there. Everyone complains about Pete Carroll getting older, and maybe he's not as great of a head coach as he used to be, but still that team overachieved significantly. Yeah, and he very rarely. I mean, it was a joke that they just wouldn't take a cornerback in the first round. It would never happen. The fact that the Seahawks finally did not only shows how much they believe in him, but it gives Carroll a kind of prospect talent that he's never really had an opportunity to work with. I'm not saying there have been talented cornerbacks that came through. Obviously, there were a lot, but none who was quite as exciting coming out of college as Witherspoon. Yeah, great point. Jack, who you got defensively? I like, uh, I like my guy, JPJ. Joey Porter Jr. Stunning. And uh, that's for two reasons. Because I do believe... I, I don't think he was the best corner in the draft. I liked the kid out of Mississippi State. And then I liked Gonzalez. But I do think that Joey Porter Jr. was a, was a first-round talent that we were able to get with our second pick. I think it fits the team need very nicely. He's probably now the number one corner on the team. I like the whole uh, the whole narrative with Joey Porter and now his son. I think he's a Pittsburgh Steeler. I like the way he plays. Uh, I think we got him at a very a very solid. Uh, he's needed too. Yeah, he's. I think we got him in a very solid position in the second round. It fits the team need well. I think it was. I think it was a good pick. Shocker, you picked him. <laughs> he's uh, good. Pat Peterson. A lot of Steelers fans are very excited. I'm. I, I like him terrible. a lot. I think he's terrible. I like him a lot, he, and he graded well last year, but I, I, he's getting older, clearly getting older. I think JPJ will be the number one. Isn't he like 37? How old is this guy? I feel no, like he's been in the league. 37. No, he's, like he's 30, probably 30, 33 or something. Yeah, 30, 30, yeah. yeah. I feel like he's so old. But there were times last year, I, I was surprised he graded as highly as he did because just look at the Giants games. Isaiah Hodgins destroyed Patrick Peterson. Joey Porter Jr. is going to need to step up for Pittsburgh. Again, Peterson's a great guy to have in the locker room, great mentor. I'm not sure he's physically there like he used to be. So an important role, too, for Porter. I think JPJ is oh, yeah. the number one corner. I mean, yeah, you look at this front seven, right? You got TJ Watt, Cam Hayward, Alex Highsmith. Like, there's a lot of talents up there. If they've got the alpha man-to-man corner, which is exactly what they're hoping JPJ could be, I mean, oh, boy. Yeah. No one's going to yeah. want to throw against that defense. Yeah, because you saw, you've seen time and time again in the last couple of years, the Steelers' front seven is the best in football. And if maybe it's up there, <laughs> it's up there. It's, it's, it's up very, there. very it's, good. It's up there. 
That's and with, that's with TJ. No well, TJ, well, that thing. Well, you need that thing. Well, yes, that exactly. thing just, the, just the, blows apart. The Chiefs are great with Mahomes too. <laughs> they were good. With, they were good with Chad just, Henney too. Just stop. Yeah, Chad Henney, like, ninety-eight yard touchdown. Yeah, yeah and the Bengals are great with Joe Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> who you? Who you got, Ziggy? You, that's one of the dumbest remarks I've ever heard in my life. Oh, you need TJ I mean, Watt. Comment yeah, Chiefs need Mahomes. Comment on Allen. Allen. Comment on oh, the last whoa, show. Whoa, whoa. Did two, I hit a nerve there? Two Jeez. shows ago. Just, just stop talking. <laughs> two, two shows <laughs> ago. We, we, we but, just saw the but, whole league without TJ Watt. You guys were inept. Yeah, because TJ Watt's the best defender in football. Cool. TJ Watt's going to be back next year. It's going to be exciting to see what I they lo- do. I love I when mean, Zach uh, don't the Dolphins, comes in with these takes. I mean, wouldn't you love Tyree Kill healthy? <laughs> uh, of course. He is healthy. He's one of the I best did, in the league. I think he struck a nerve right here. <laughs> I did. I, I did. one of the dumbest remarks <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. I mean, you need TJ Watt. He's the best defender in football. Two, of course. This, this is why we got to keep Zach on two the shows show. Ago, but, two shows ago. What was it? Minimal words, Zach? Minimal words? <laughs> But yeah, I, I mean, I, it's just uh, just putting it I mean, out Paul, there. The Vikings needed Adrian Peterson bad when they were. Like, <laughs> yeah, he was great. All right, who, who you got, Ziggy? Who, who, what defender well, are you man. looking at? There are a lot of exciting players, so it kind of pains me to pick yet another cornerback. Ziggy, before you get, but I got to pick another cornerback in Christian Gonzalez. Oh, Ziggy, my, would you mind moving to your right a little bit, well, according to live, our producer? That's well, I did even producer. more. Other uh, right. Oh, <laughs> my right, not your oh. right. <laughs> good producing. Question my right. Producing. Yeah. How's sorry. that, Zach? We good? Yeah, good. We're good. Christian Gonzalez. All right. Why okay. are you excited? Yeah. If, I hate to pick another cornerback, but Christian Gonzalez. I mean, I couldn't believe I like that Belichick traded down and got him. But you look at what Belichick has done with press man corners in the past, right? Darrell Revis, Ty Law, J.C. Jackson, Jonathan Jones, Malcolm Butler. Like, there is a certain type of player that he does really well with, right? Perimeter cornerbacks that can match up with guys one-on-one. They're long, they're sticky, they've got great body control, and Christian Gonzalez fits that to a T. Right. I see the face you're making, Paul, <laughs> but look. Long and you're, sticky you're not, was not was uh, not what I was expecting. I'm just saying, you like, you're not a Gonzalez fan? No, I like Gonzalez. <laughs> I just, I lo- when he long and sticky, I was like, all right, pause for a second here. But he's no, he's long and sticky, and I love it. But you know, Jack, that, that was another guy that you said Jack you yeah. really liked, right? I, I I do like him a lot. Yeah. I think he was probably my number two corner in the draft behind Forbes from Mississippi State. Okay, yeah, I, I, I think it'll be a nice fit, a uh, great place for him to land with Belichick. And I mean, yeah, that defense is going to have to put in a lot of work this season. We're not expecting too much from the Patriots. I, I like the length the and Patriots the uh, athleticism, yeah, that he brings. Yeah. All right. Like, so there you go. Anytime. Oh, sorry, would, would yeah. you like to close that out, Ziggy? I was going to say, anytime you're a rookie, I think this is the exciting thing about all these guys. Anytime you're in a rookie, you're a rookie and step in with the opportunity to produce, it's a big deal. So, you know, some of these guys will do well, some of them won't, but I'm excited to see what all of them can do in an offense or a defense where they're going to actually get to be featured pretty early in their careers. For a rookie class that was so hyped up last year, and then as we moved closer and closer to the draft, it seemed like people were kind of pouring water on the class as a whole. I'm, I think there are a lot of players that I'm very excited to see. And yeah, this was just six of many guys that we could have said. So we'll move on to the top 10 quarterback coach combos in the NFL. And I'll ki- would you like to kick it, kick it off, Ziggy? Sure. So top 10 quarterback coaches, I figured you weigh the coach, you weigh the quarterback, but the most important thing is how they work together. So number 10, I've got uh, Tua and McDaniels. I gotta like number nine. I've got Alan McDermott. Mm-hmm. Number eight, we've got uh, Dak McCarthy. Number seven, maybe a little bit of a surprise for folks, but they're both great—a great coach and a great player. 
They did great last year. Pete Carroll and Geno Smith. Wow. I really think going okay. this year, that's going to be a big quarterback coach duo. Number six, who else? Uh, Kirk Cousins, Kevin O'Connell. Number five, again, like coming that. off an off year, but they're going to get better. Stafford McVay, you've got a brilliant offensive mind and a great quarterback. Number four, Lamar Jackson and Harbaugh. Number three, Jalen Hurts, Nick Sirianni. Two, Joe Burrow and uh, Zach Taylor. And I think there's only one duo you can have, number one. Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, mm-hmm. the best quarterback in football and arguably the best coach in football. No, uh, no and p- how they work together, someone else. oh boy. No Pickett Tomlin? Pickett Tomlin I mean, might not be top I mean, 20. Tomlin's never lost. He's never losing season. That yeah, but what does Tomlin bring to the offense? I don't know. Not yeah. a whole lot, Tomlin's as we saw last really year. High. All right, so Ziggy, weighed really low. So you had stop talking. Just, just, just to <laughs> yeah. recap it, you had Tua McDaniel, Allen McDermott, McCarthy, Dak at eight, seven, Carroll and Smith, six, Kirk and O'Connell, five, Stafford McVay, four, Lamar, John Harbaugh, three, Hertz Sirianni, two, Burrow Taylor, one, Mahomes Reed. Yep. I think there was there was one that I think you left off the list. I'll comment on but, your guys's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, co- comment on this. Okay, yeah. here we go. Number 10, Tua and Mike McDaniel, like you, Ziggy. First year together, Tua was awesome. Dolphins offense exploded with Tyreek Hill. I think it only gets better if, if Tua stays healthy. Number 9, Kirk Cousins and Kevin O'Connell. Only one season, so that's why they're not higher. I, we don't know everything about O'Connell yet, but Vikings were 7th in total yards, 8th in points per game. Kirk, 4,200 yards and top 9 in passing touchdowns, 3 straight seasons. They should only be better this season. Eight, Brock Purdy and Kyle Shanahan. It's a little high on the list, but I, I see guys like O'Connell, and I say, all right, like him and Purdy both one year. Shanahan's that good. Shanahan gets them to the NFC Championship game with any quarterback, it seems like. And Purdy in that system, 8-0. So we'll see if he comes back healthy, but eight, Brock Purdy, Shanahan. Seven, Stafford and McVay. Really going off of 2021 Stafford and McVay here. Almost 5,000 yards, 41 touchdowns their first season together. We'll see. They could easily fall out of that list. Six, Jalen Hurts, Nick Sirianni. I mean, last season they were unstoppable together. Sirianni probably could have won coach of the year. Both really good, but only one season of this great success. So as Dom, And they also have a, such a dominant team around them. I need one more year before they can go higher. Five, I have Josh Allen and Sean McDermott. The Bills' last 10-win season and playoff appearance before Sean McDermott, 1999. They've been to the playoffs five of his six years, won 10 games or more in four straight seasons, easily capable of moving up, but they got to win a big game. Three, the people I think you left off, Ziggy, I don't know how they're not on this list, Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson. A Super Bowl winning coach in Doug Peterson, uh, not many better people to help Trevor Lawrence ascend to stardom uh, the, the way that people w- were expecting. Four, jo- I mean, sorry, three, Joe Burrow and Zach Taylor. People want to rip on Taylor a lot, but him and Burrow have done really well together. Two straight AFC championships. One of them a Super Bowl appearance. Uh, easily top-tier Super Bowl contender again this year. Two, Lamar and John Harbaugh. Only two losing seasons in 15 years of coaching for Harbaugh. One Super Bowl champion. And we all we all know what Lamar's capable of That's a run as when he's healthy. healthy. That's run as a tail. It's, they're, they're great together. They're great. They're both great. Top seven quarterback, top five coach. I mean, he's like 0-9 in the playoffs. All right. One, obviously, Mahomes and Andy Reid. Enough said there. 
So that's what I have. How, how did you leave off Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson? See, I thought you were a Lawrence guy, too. I, I have to imagine you just forgot. Aren't you them. a Lawrence guy? No, I didn't just forget about them. Really? I mean, look, here's the thing. Lawrence Peterson put together a uh, nice season. They got a playoff win. But honestly, I think Lawrence is great. I'm not sure what to think of Doug Peterson. I know that he put together an excellent Super Bowl in Philadelphia, <laughs> but the stars sort of aligned for themselves. What are you I'm the, yeah, another, I'm, another I'm way throwing around. out crazy takes here, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm the, the guy throwing out crazy takes. No, we you, got this guy, Super you, Bowl you winning just coach. Ridiculous takes. I, wait, so you don't like Doug Peterson? Like, you, what do you think he is? In? Do you think he's a not top I, ten coach? I, I think Doug Peterson brings in a uh, an excellent floor of competence. I think that if you give him a good team with a good quarterback and a team that's functioning well. He will not uh, urban mire you. I'm calling, he will make sure I'm that your team runs smoothly. This. Trevor Lawrence is your fourth-ranked quarterback. I'm the other way around. I think Trevor Lawrence is that good. I think oh he gosh. is. I do not think that Doug Peterson is that good. You're willing to when put you consider Carroll and and I'm sorry, Dak and McCarthy above. <laughs> All right, fine, fine, fine. Look. That, that, yeah, that, you that, had that, to back off the Pete Carroll one because you know I'm right. You forgot well, I mean, about I think, I Carol think Pete Smith. Carroll and Smith is even more ridiculous, but I like the Stafford McVay pick at seven. I like that. So, yeah, well, I, Staff, if Stafford was hurt, but the year before that, you won the Super Bowl. I think they'll fall off the list he, this year. He likes. I mean, he likes to throw fifty times a game. McVay's an offensive guy, so I, I, ha- I have to put him in the top ten right now. And Ziggy, let me know if you th- feel the same way. I have to put them in the top ten. Because when the, the year they were together, the full season, they were just so good. But I really think that Stafford, I'm not expecting a great year from him. By the way, you know Andy Reid sits back and does nothing. That's, <laughs> no, not, no, even, no. that's not a combo. That's Patrick Mahomes. Being Mahomes Patrick is, Mahomes that's is amazing, that's but Andy, Andy Reid is sensational. I guarantee like, if Reid coached the Steelers, they're 8-9. Like, wow, like, Reid on the Steelers like, would be... Like, it's the same thing. Like, what's the difference? And most people think Andy The difference Reed. is that Andy Reid stepped in and helped Patrick Mahomes develop, and he creates an offense where, like, imagine this, right? You've got a great NFL offense, and you trade away Tyreek Hill. We saw the difference that Tyreek Hill made in Miami, right? This is a guy who on his I mean, own can yeah, run an offense. The, the Chiefs were And like, they got better. Yeah. Okay, but if you... No, but, you, you, you can look before Mahomes. They won, like, three straight divisions with Alex Smith. Alex Smith? it's a combo. Yeah. No, but I mean, Andy Reid's insane. With Alex Smith, they were winning. Alex were Smith, like, Smith was good. Smith was good, but he wasn't top 10 quarterback. The Chiefs were a good team. Yeah, but not... The division stunk. Yeah, but uh, were they like... They, they didn't were, win anything. They were, they, weren't they opening seasons like 7, 8, and 0? Oh? They were phenomenal with Reid and they didn't Smith. Win, they didn't win anything. You put in, in the past five years, no one has outperformed. Andy Reid has 19 more wins. Than his NFL win total over under at the start of the season. No one's close. You need you. That's back to win. Look, to win the Super Bowls, a lot of times you need a star quarterback, and that's what Mahomes was able to get them over the top. But Reed, I mean, for a for a team without a stud quarterback, they were just amazing. You don't think Mahomes wins it with Mike Tomlin on the Steelers? No, I think I think he would. I think Mahomes is that good. But I I don't think Reed comes over and wins it with Pickett. Maybe I don't know. I think Reed's a better coach than Tomlin. Yeah, but not they'd be saying they'd be eight nine and eight like they were. It's the same, no difference. I, mean, I don't know. No one doubts that Patrick Mahomes is a major part of the Chiefs' success, but the offense is one of the most creative and innovative in the NFL, and it's consistently excellent. I think it's too. I think it's too. I think it's ninety percent Mahomes, ten percent the coach to be a combo. But if you Chad Henney ninety eight yard touchdown. But but if you were rating, <laughs> yeah, it's all Andy. Then we'll, we'll move on after this. But if you're ranking like head coaches, don't Andy Reid. Has to be in your top five because he has three Super Bowls or two. 
Yeah, but like but let's, yeah, so let's it, say you're starting I, a team from scratch. But he had like McNabb and Mahomes. No, no, but let's say we we go from scratch here. I'm taking Mike Tone, who's never had a losing sure, season I, ever. Like, like I understand I would take Reed, and I think most people would, but I can say see if people take Tomlin or Belichick or, or you know Shanahan's up there. But Reed has to be in that top five. Like I think here's what I think of like a combo would be better than Mahomes and Reed. Like like Big Ben and Mike Tomlin. Or like Joe Flacco and John Harbaugh. No. Like you're talking about combo? Oh. <laughs> really good combos. But All I'm saying is that there are very few coaches in the NFL that are creative enough to maximize Patrick Mahomes' strength in an offense and continuously come up with great stuff for them to run. Andy Reid's that guy. But I, I think if you brought over like most other coaches in the league, they'd win with Mahomes and the Chiefs. Well, yeah, because like Mahomes, Mahomes and the Chiefs already have had their offense installed, and Mahomes already developed into a great quarterback. Look, you take away Andy Reid, the Chiefs are still probably very good, but he's he's very important. All right, all right. All right, here we go. You guys ready for this top 10 list? We'll see if you guys oh, no. can guess the top 10 without What are the odds? What are the odds? Sure. Minus 160, we got this? Mm, I'll, I, I have one I'm hint. feeling plus 110. I have one hint that I'm going to give you at the very start because otherwise I just don't see it really happening. Okay. Okay. Can you guys name the top 10 selling NFL jerseys during 2022? Three strikes allowed. This is this past season? The hint, three of them are Cowboys players. Okay. Well, so one of them's got to be Brady, right? Well, well, this isn't a guess. This isn't a guess. I'm talking Michael about Jack. One's got to be Brady, right? Are you guys, I'm, I'm going to give them both oh. to you. Brady and Parsons are both on the list. Do we know what we'll wear? Two, yeah. Micah Parsons is two, Brady's 10. Okay. Uh, Dak Prescott. Dak. Yeah, Dak's yep, easy. Dak is six. Mahomes. Mahomes. Mahomes is three. What about Zeke or Lamb? Uh, one of oh. those two? It's got to be one of those two. I want to wait on the Cowboys player a little bit. Because I feel okay. like I want to know how many strikes we have. Yeah, one uh, more good, Cowboys player. Good call, good call, good call. Uh, Could it have been? Um, who, was an, who was a good rookie? Jalen Hurts must have oh, one, Jalen right, Jack? Hurts. Yeah, yeah, Jalen Hurts. Jalen yeah. Hurts is eight. So right now you have Parsons at two, Mahomes at three, Dak at six, Hertz at eight, Brady at ten. Who would have been number one? What about Joe Burrow? Bills fans are crazy. Josh Allen. Joe Burrow is number four. Josh Allen is number one. You only oh, have dang, five. Ziggy. Look at this. Seven and nine left. And one's a cowboy. And one's a cowboy. Okay. So one's Zero Lamb. Jack, what, what cowboy are you thinking? I feel like Zeke was bad last year and people already owned it. I'm feeling Lamb. What do you I, feel I think like? it's CeeDee Lamb, too. CeeDee Lamb is five. All right, two more. I think it was either him or Trayvon Dix. This is pretty okay. impressive. Two more to Shoot. go. Who's a good, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson is Jefferson. seven. And I can't more. believe I didn't think of that. One more. Which number is it, Paul? This Which is number real, are we missing? It is number nine. You need one more. And, and for anyone and, listening, and we have three. Strikes. They had no idea what the question was. You have three strikes. One more to go. Shoot, it's it's got to be an it? offensive player. Yeah, no one buys defensive no, jerseys. People like that. It feels like it. It must have been a quarterback, probably too, right? Because who else could it be? Is like it maybe Tyreek Hill. On the Dolphins? That's not a bad because he was new to the Dolphins last year, right? I, I like the Tyreek Hill guess. Tyreek Hill? It is oh. not oh, Tyreek Hill. Oh, dang. This is a tough one. This is probably the toughest one. If on this, this is a tough season. one, is it a Dolphins? I bought a Tua jersey. Yeah, Tua, Tua Tua, Tua. No, it wouldn't be Tua. No, because Tua's Tua. hurt all the time. It's not Tua. Okay. Yeah. Well, Paul said it's tough, which means like it's not like a... So it's not Jamar Chase. 
Well, I mean, like, like he's obviously a very recognizable player, but it's it's like it's not like Burrow. You know what I mean? Like Burrow's who to, top three player. Yeah. I'm thinking what quarterbacks took a big step forward last year? Because that's a jersey people buy when their quarterback starts doing well. I mean, there's no way it is. Could it be like Russ. It's not Brock Purdy. No. <laughs> that, that, was, that was just too late in the season. What yeah. about Russ? What about what about Justin Fields? Oh, because he started Broncos. actually playing last year. What about Russ Broncos? I'll get. I'd, I'd be okay with Russ Broncos. Russ. That's not a bad guess. Russ sells. It is not Russell. No, Wilson. really. One more uh, guess. Jack, I, I'm. What about Justin Fields? What do you think? Is it what about Trevor Lawrence? Oh, Lawrence is a good one. Yeah, that's what we got to go with. I think. Uh, Why they go Lawrence over? Fields? I don't know, man. Though those Bears fans, because here's the thing: you got to think about fa- how many fans there are. Too, there are so many Bears. fans. I guess there's not a lot of Jaguars fans. People you know, like Trevor here's Lawrence. What, here's, what here's what I'll say. Wait, 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 who was the number one pick last year? It was that edge out hold of on, Georgia. Here's it's what I'll say. It. Yeah. Here's yeah. what I'll say. It's Lawrence or Fields. <laughs> Jack, how many Jaguars fans are there? That's a good point. There's like five. How many Bears fans are there? There's like ten. Yeah, yeah. There's like double. There's like double the amount of Bears. I think it was actually just double. And you know, Bears fans. I mean, it's as bad as two and on over there. I like. I feel Justin Fields, but if you want to go, Trevor Lawrence. No, but like, I can here's the thing. Like, you go to a Bears game. <laughs> you, you go to a Bears game, right? Like, the crowd's good. All Bears fans. You go to a Jags game. It's, it's like a. It's like an away game for them. So. Let's go, Justin. Yeah, but Fields. what about that London market? That's oh, true. No, no, yeah, no. Let's go, Justin. Nah, Just- no one lives in London. I feel Let, Justin. Let's go, Fields. Justin Fields. Justin the Fields. answer is Justin Fields. Yes, yes. There you go. Ten Brady. Boy, that last one was the hardest. Oh, that was great. When you got when you guys were between Fields and, and Lawrence, it was that was just awesome. Because Lawrence Who was, was number eleven. I want to know. I don't know actually. I, I only saw the graphic as the top ten. Oh, and I got uh, I got to look this up real quick. I, I, I was NFL. trying to think of other guys like in that category, uh, you know, ascending young quarterbacks. I thought it was a great a great way to, to phrase it. Like Fields and Lawrence are the two guys that came to mind immediately, and uh, it was just great that that's what you guys came down to. Who else? Yeah, who else could really be in that area? I was thinking like Jamar. Chase. I thought Tyree Kill was a Hill, great guess. Yeah, Hill. Yeah, Hill. Hill and two, I, I would have thought. Hill, two I thought Hill was like one, at, or maybe not the whole season. But he, I, I think, think the Hill is just divided between Waddle and Tua. Yeah. And I, I feel like Tua would have been a great guess as well. Actually, Tua was probably a better guess. Than he was a, he been. was the number one jersey I think when he got like drafted or something like that. I bought a Tua jersey. Yeah, Kelsey maybe could be up there. Mm. I'm sure, there's a lot of Kelsey fans. Uh, yeah, everybody who's buying a jersey in KC probably just buys Mahomes. A Miles Garrett jersey. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, be, no one's buying. It a wouldn't Miles be a, no one jersey. buys defense. No one buys your defense. Oh, girl. you know, Lamar wasn't on there, was he? No. Oh yeah, that's got to be high. Yeah, I but I feel, I feel I'm just assuming a lot enough. of people own Lamar jerseys. Yeah, yeah. I figured he'd be yeah. there long enough at that point, though. I guess so, but like, you know, the, the no. I mean, you go to a you go to a Ravens game. Everyone's wearing a Lamar jersey. Yeah. On <laughs> the team. Yeah. Wow. Did you, Did you find out who 11 was, Ziggy? I'm trying to take a look at. Uh, Micah Parsons was up there, but he wasn't number eleven. No, he was he was two. I mean, that's crazy. The Cowboys yeah. fans are just lunatics. You know, two. you know who really should. I mean, Cowboys. Actually, what about TJ Watt? Mm. To go back to him, big but not. I don't think he's top ten. Like, no, no, no. We're, we're not I going just, top ten. Obviously, we're saying like, oh, like no, people, Watt's pretty good. You go to Steelers games now. Ninety percent of fans were in Big Ben jerseys. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think of I, just, I just have to point out Rogers. You know, so like, 
Yeah. People own Rogers Maybe. already, yeah. right? Who's buying a Rogers you, now? I mean, yeah, who are Packers fans? <laughs> yeah. Packers fans are furious. This is the this is I think the craziest thing about that list is in the top six there are only four teams, so twenty eight teams or twenty seven teams in the NFL sold their number one player couldn't surpass the third most popular player on the Cowboys. Yeah, there were like Parsons, Lamb, and Prescott all being in the top six is unreal. It's kind of nuts that. That is crazy. That Lamb, Lamb being in the top 10. Like Lamb... Because he wasn't even that good last year. I mean, no, he was like, he good, was, he right? Was but, good, he but he wasn't. It wasn't yeah. like... Jeff- Jefferson was insane last year. Like Lamb having more jerseys bought than like a TJ Watt. Or like Jalen Hurts. Like a Jamar Chase. Yeah, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. And Brady. Brady was only 10. I think that uh, having that... Like if I hadn't given you the Cowboys three players... I don't no think, way. I don't think I there's any way to guess CD Lamb. Lamb. No, like no, Lamb's I, just an absurd. There's like, we might have stumbled into Dak and uh, I think you could have got Parsons. Parsons. Oh yeah, I bet. But you I, I not CD Lamb is the most surprising name on that list. I would have guessed Dak or Parsons before you said Cowboys players. But yeah, CD, but there's CD, no. There's like twelve receivers that have taken over CD. And, and with that said, he's not. It's not like he's nine or ten. He's six. <laughs> so that's that's wild. And who's not on the list? Oh, Miles Austin, Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins. You know where he belongs in the well, trash. Yeah. Well, Dude. you know why JJ's All so right. good? He's got Kirk Cousins. I think. I think at the end you of know? like towards the end of the summer, maybe we predict what the top ten selling jerseys will be in twenty twenty three. Oh, that might we, be then fun. Then we can revisit it. Um, that could that could be a, a fun segment. All right, there you go. So there's the show. The I just I, I have to say there's one. I know we don't talk too much about our competitors in the sports media world. But uh, on the Pat McAfee show, they had maybe the dumbest take I've ever heard today. They did inspire a lot of our. They said that the 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 only reason that Justin Jefferson was as good as he was is because Dalvin Cook was drawing a lot of defensive attention. Who the hell said that? Who said that? Pat McAfee. There's no way, Pat. He's too smart (laughs) to say. He's too smart to like, say It's like the that. other way around. The only reason Dalvin Cook still has a job in the NFL is because Justin Jefferson was taking triples. I don't believe that Pat McAfee meant that. Uh, he, Pat is way too smart there's, to say that. Yeah, there's no way. As crazy as I'm they are saying, on that show, he is a very smart guy. On, no on that show, they say things for attention. Here we uh, speak only truth. As, as Jack said, Except Zach. Kincaid is the greatest well, tight end he's ever. He's the best offensive college player I've ever seen who's not a quarterback. Well, who, who he, you have to my, he's a young kid. It's not like he saw. Uh, he hasn't seen like Calvin Johnson in college. This is my top three. Ready? Uh, Jameis Winston, Tim Tebow, Dolan Kincaid. <laughs> okay, putting above Tim Tebow is outrageous. Cam Newton. I, I think Cam Newton was just a freak. Winston is the best college player I've ever seen. He he was in, I was, he was in Kincaid. No, no, non-quarterback. No, he's non-quarterback is Kincaid. Wow. No, Cam Newton in 2012. Oh, my gosh. Just... Imagine Winston to Kincaid. Or 2010. College. 2010, maybe. <laughs> Winston. That would have been. Dirty. All right, there you go. Top 10 huh? selling jerseys from last year. Top 10 quarterback coach combos and the rookies, non quarterback rookies. That I do have huge news for us. Huge, huge news. news. Oh, it's, huge break, news. it's breaking on air. It's, it, it, this is incredibly huge. Devontae Parker signed three years, 33 million. Oh, yeah. We already oh. knew that. It's the Juju <laughs> Smith Schuster deal. To a, I think he's going to be a carbon cop. Wait, who is Parker on? The Dolphins still? No, he's on the. Uh, no, Patriots. he's on the Patriots. Oh, oh he's been. The on. Patriots are getting ready to uh, defend their title of <laughs> mediocre team. Parker, <laughs> most mediocre. That's, that's not bad, Parker. Maybe we could give that award out too. That's another thing we could do. Most mediocre. 
We're going to have some preseason superlatives, and we'll come back and be absolutely embarrassed like by how bad they are. Show. Who would your most mediocre be right now in the NFL? Most mediocre in the league? Maybe the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots are, are right there. I think. Hold on, what do we classify as mediocre? Like, like I, middle of the pack? Like just like a like a decent team who's not going to do anything. Um, they, they don't suck. Yeah. Don't suck. My, but my guess, the Saints. The Steelers. I thought the Steelers. Yeah, I, was, I was thinking the Saints. The Steelers were there, but the Steelers were right there too. They could be good. I think we're above mediocre though. The the Saints. The Saints were definitely was definitely a good one. Yeah. There's a lot of teams that could be really good. Like the Chargers are are better. You'd say better, but Seattle, Seattle's there. Be. I think Seattle's. I, I'd probably say like the Patriots are. I mean, the Patriots might just be bad. I think there's so little like mediocre teams. Like it's either you're really good or you're really bad right now. I think the Giants are in that area. Giants are mediocre. I'd go with Seattle. I think my most mediocre team. I think it was Seahawks. Yeah, uh, that's that's a good one. Giants could be up there too. I think I'm gonna pick the Atlanta Falcons. Gi- Giants. I think Realize the Giants are probably right? <laughs> they're 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 bottom of the wash. <laughs> Giants fit right around that like 15, 16. Hey. Yeah. When we make this an official show. Oh boy, we're gonna have some takes. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. So there you go. Thanks. We for are listening. looking for sponsors out there for anybody who wants to sponsor. Yeah. If someone's watching who has connections <laughs> to sponsors or is a sponsor, <laughs> feel free to to help us out here. Okay. Thanks for listening. Maybe Please remember to us. like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah. Being sponsored by the Mets would be kind yeah, of cool. amazing. I'm fine to talk positively about the Mets, regardless of what's going on with the the franchise. Well, I mean, if they, I'll talk positive about any me, team. The Mets. Beat the Mets. As long as they pay us, we don't care. Sweep the Mets. All right, we'll see you next time. See you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening. See you.